Evening, passengers. This is your conductor speaking. Take your seats, keep all arms, tentacles, and other appendages inside the hearse at all times. We wouldn't want any unhappy accidents, now would we? Tonight's brought to you by the dark underbelly of the mythological and factual world. It may not be appropriate for all the little cryptids in your home. Be sure to tuck them into their coffins with a kiss goodnight, because we're revving up for our road trip to the grave. Hey everyone, this is Matu. Just a real quick adjustment here uh, before we begin the podcast. Eveline is our guest's name, not Eveline. I made several mistakes and a big, big apology, but her name is Eveline. Hey everybody, I'm Matu. I'm Shelby. It's Stephanie. And it's I'm Stephanie. Driver this evening. I feel so attacked today. You should. Uh, it was cute. Oh, hi. So everybody, uh, uh, Eveline is uh, my agent sibling. We share a literary agent. And uh, when I brought up my pot, uh, my podcast with my friends in our Slack group, Eveline was like, "Oh, I have some spooky stories from where I live." And I was like, "Fuck yeah, let's let's get you on the podcast." So uh, Eveline is going to um, enthrall us this evening with a story from New Jersey. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm awesome. so excited. Me too. Please feel free to take the floor. Yeah. So New Jersey has its, I mean, number of um, spooky stories. I mean, I don't know if anyone's familiar with the area or familiar with um, the magazine Weird NJ, but you'll know that New Jersey is a place where there's a lot of hauntings. Um, and the one that uh, we're going to be talking about tonight is one that's actually fairly close to where I live. And I'm excited to take you guys there. It's in a little town called Westfield, which um, for people who may or may not know, Westfield is actually the setting of the Adams family. So it's oh, okay. a spooky kind of town. Um, Sounds like I need to move there. Right. Oh, yeah, you should. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's where the Adams family lives. So, <laughs> um, and this is the story called The Watcher House Story. And um, from what I understand, actually, there's going to be a, a Netflix show about it so uh, pretty soon. Um, so we're kind of beating them to the punch. But um, so the story started in 2014 um, when a couple moved into the house. They paid about a million dollars for the home, and it's supposed to be one of the safest neighborhoods around. Um, and. Um, they moved in with three small children and it was their dream home. But not long after they moved in, they started getting mysterious letters in the mail. Um, the letters came without, it was addressed to the new owner um, and it had no return address or anything. And there were some, they got a series of uh well, they got quite a few of these letters and um, it didn't seem to come from the mail either. So it seemed like somebody just dropped it off in their mailbox. And one of the first, um, one of the first uh, letters they uh, received actually said this, um, this house has been the subject of my family for decades now. As it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. It is now my time. Do you know the history of this house? Do you know what lies within the walls of this house? 
Why are you here? I will find out. Um, so with that being the first letter they got, over the course of several months, they started getting more letters kind of in that vein of somebody who appears to be watching them. And they will say things like, um, I see the children's playing in the room by the window. I'm really looking for young blood, so I enjoy watching them. And -uh. yeah. <laughs> bye. Uh -uh. No, yeah, bye bye. I mean, yeah. So it was, it got pretty crazy. And obviously, the first thing people thought was like, oh, that's a hoax. Somebody is, um, somebody hoax or not. Yeah. Hoax or not. <laughs> you know right? That was I my live. thought. Oh, that's a hoax. I'm like, they're talking about my kids playing in their room. So, <laughs> right. hoax or not, I'm God. Right. Exactly. So naturally, anybody's gonna want to try to um, crack this mystery, but the thing is, they can't find anybody. Um, like there was, there were no leads at all. And they installed security cameras. It wasn't coming from the post office because there was, it was only addressed to the new owner. It didn't even have the house address on it, so there's no way that it was coming through the mail. And they started setting up security cameras, but even then, while the letters kept coming, they, there was no one showing up um in the cameras for anything um, <laughs> so to this day um the couple i think their solution was obviously they gotta move you know because yeah, what right. do? immediately um, yeah, immediately so <laughs> you know right. what i think like what if it was the male person that would be so funny. They're the right? only ones that can get to the mailbox without like being well, seen my, on camera. My first thought was, have you ever seen um, the movie The Boy? Yes. No, I haven't. Uh, okay, so it's this horror movie where this woman is hired as a nanny and she comes to this like very gothic house, like very Victorian house. And she's been hired to babysit this this couple's child, this boy. Uh, and she discovers that it's a doll, like a that mannequin sounds doll. Like, um, Servant. Have you seen Servant? Yeah. I yeah. haven't. Yeah, I've seen that one. Uh, Servant is amazing, but same well, plot. <laughs> uh, you know, spoiler. Um, they treat the doll as if it's a human being, everything. They act like it, there's nothing weird about it. And she's just like, okay, I fucking guess. <laughs> um, and so she tries to do everything, but the boy, a big spoiler for the movie, it's not a good movie, so I'm not, I'm not wasting anything. <laughs> I don't feel like uh, I'm spoiling it. Their son actually lived in the walls of the house. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he was just like uh, creepy sexual assault towards her, like and it's it's just it's not a good movie but uh that was my first thought process was this motherfucker lives in the walls yeah that's what yeah. i was thinking too or like cold Ugh. creek manor where it's like the previous owner who's a psycho yeah or i thought of um there's like an episode of i think it's csi where someone is like living in their attic like watching them through holes that they made in the ceiling and <laughs> that's so, like I, really happened i i, I know i cannot remember what show i was watching but like this person ended up putting cameras in their apartment because like food was being eaten or like oh and someone crawled on. out of the vent and someone yeah. crawled yeah, out I've of heard the of vent <laughs> yes uh, eveline um so i think i've heard the watcher story before wasn't it that when they tried to investigate it with the police that they thought it was the back like the uh, mentally ill person who lived behind the house uh, in the house behind them 
That might have been one of the leads. Yeah, like, one of the leads is they yeah, thought it was the like poor mentally ill guy that because they were always in their lawn chairs staring at the back of the house. Which is a little sus, I'm not gonna lie, but they yeah. can hang They're out. They're just the trying to vibe. Damn, why are you judging them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to, like, to, to this day, there's no, they haven't been able to solve this mystery, but there are quite a few theories. Some, it ranges from like, you know, like the neighbor, crazy neighbor, or mm. to like something supernatural. Right. Um, so I guess it really just depends on what you want to believe in. Does, does it say like how there? personal? Yeah, yeah. So like, it does get pretty personal because um, they said, for example, one of them because one of their kids. So, um, so sometimes they said the letter is listed by the ch children's birth date and nickname. Ooh. Ooh. And, um, one time, um, it says that one time they actually um, inquired about one particular child who painted on the porch. And what the letter said is, is she the artist in the family? All the windows and doors in this house allow me to watch you and track you as you move through the house. Who am I? I am the oh. owner and I have been in control of this house for the better part of two decades now. So the Woods family, and I Gross. guess that's the family that lived there before them, the Woods family turned it over to you. It was their time to move on and kindly sold it when I asked them to. When I asked them to, that's oh, not weird. It okay, no need to ask. My Just ass is gone. Wall. Time yeah. to leave. <laughs> Move out. Because <laughs> when um, when Monte sent me a, a link for an article for the story yesterday, I, I was like, oh, this reminds me a lot of the Circleville letters from Circleville, oh. Ohio. What are those letters? Yeah, explain. <laughs> oh, it's very similar in that there was like the school teacher. I believe this was in the 70s, maybe the 80s. But um, she she started getting these letters that were insanely personal with very close details being like, I know you're having an affair. I know you're doing this. I know you're doing that. And I think they came to realize it was like her brother-in-law or something to that effect. But yeah. You know, uh, that reminds me though, like, so when, uh, this is more like a true crime thing, but when I was really little, like I think eight or nine, uh, my mom got arrested and uh, she got arrested for drug possession. She had uh, marijuana and I think Coke, but it was like the nineties. The um, and she worked three jobs. So uh, leave the woman alone. But um, so she got arrested for drug possession and for no one, no one knew how the cops found out anything. There was no reason, no like issues at work or anything. I found out like, I think 15 years after this event, that it was my brother. Um, yeah, my older brother called the cops on our own mom. Why would you do that mom. though? <laughs> why would you do that? Uh, because my brother's trash. Um, <laughs> I mean, yes, the simplest explanation. But yeah, I just, the, yeah, I remember hearing a little bit about uh, the Watcher House and how personal the letters got and how they they just were like convinced that it had to be a neighbor and they really didn't want to move out because they had poured so much money into buying the house and yeah, like it fixing really it up. And um, <laughs> I would be gone so fast. I'd be like, uh, no, <laughs> like, absolutely fucking not. Because you know my kid's birthday and you know facts about my children no i'm out but i mean like you know the neighbor theory like i mean i don't know my neighbors 
kids' birthdays, you know? Yeah, so, right? That kind of personal well, personal information and I don't even know my neighbor's neighbor's name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and um to America. Every mm. room in the house because um these letters they have details of things happening in every room in the house. Yeah, so I mean that's well even if it was a neighbor, the cameras they put up would have what um when when did this happen like year what year did this happen 14 okay so this is the time period when like we would have the 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 ability to you know how they have those little lights or the little cameras they can pop in lights and shit now and so that that would be a an easy explanation for it for somebody to be creeping uh but it doesn't explain the letters being delivered without anybody on um camera unless it was somebody who was either working at the site during construction um or if it was like the wife but like you know it would have to have been somebody close to them who could have gotten away with it and then the thing is like they actually they did get the fbi involved and then mm-hmm. i think they even hired a like private security firm and there were like um forensics and criminal profiling interviews and everything done but they still are not able to solve this case see and that's wild so if it was somebody in the walls if it was cameras they would have found that right like right. those are things that they would have found there's like even if the person like left the walls and was no longer in the walls somebody would have found remnants of a person crawling around in the uh, wall space mm-hmm. and they were doing repairs so like if somebody was trying to crawl through the walls and everything they, that's just not something you'd be capable of doing like successfully i just the only thing to see and i don't believe in ghosts or anything like that but like the only thing that my brain can wrap around that is that the house did it. The house. I, Matu's over here like, I'm not going to say it was ghosts. I'm not going to say it was ghosts, but maybe but the, house, it was ghosts. the house is a ghost. <laughs> I, I mean, it was ghosts, ghosts without <laughs> saying it was ghosts. I don't know. <laughs> it was the house. Because like, I know I've heard this story before and like hearing it again and like rehashing it in my mind. That is... And, and it's just, what is it with today and not being able to square away things that people are telling me? Uh, no, like, no, I'm here to be the skeptic and science this out, but I- Too bad. You don't get to science it out today. <laughs> how dare you, Shelby? <laughs> you get to hear unexplainable things today. I don't like that. It makes me upset. <laughs> the funny thing is, so I was looking at this article right now and they were saying um, there was, there's one couple that lived nearby who plays video games and in the video games they um, play, there is a character called The Watcher, but I think the police did interview them and they were kind of a suspect for a while just because, you know, they're playing a video game called The Watcher, but I don't think it led anywhere either, but I just think that is, that is kind of a funny coincidence. It's just- When did this happen? Because I know there's like- a, yeah, there's a series of like creepy pastas called like The Watcher or something to that effect. And you know, they're probably based around it too. I wouldn't but... be surprised at all. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, my brain is just trying to like wrap around the concept. Cause, like, like if they did all the forensics, they did all this, they would have found fingerprints, they would have found remnants, they would have found hairs even. And it's just. Right. I like your theory about the mailman. The mailman is like the, the closest thing I can think of. 
Because you could or easily... someone knew the mailman, and so the mailman was doing it for them. That's the only person you would have access. How else are you not getting, like, caught on camera? <laughs> I like to think that a mailman would have the integrity to be like, that's weird, I'm not doing that. But <laughs> at the same time... Were, did the couple have any relationship issues or anything that came to light or anything like that? It doesn't seem that way. I think one of the theories though, not not relationship issues necessarily, is like financial issues. So people were right. saying they made this up themselves because- As a reason to sell the house. Right, right. right. Mm. Or they could even like um, back out of the sale completely and just blame like the uh, old owners for selling the house that came with a stalker, you know? Yeah, that, was, so that, basically was, my first, like, that was my thought process. That, it's kind of genius. That they, they were just well, like, I mean, fuck. that's what they did for the Amityville Horror House, basically. Right. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yes. Yep. That, um, um, there was a murder that took place in it. Like, that factually did happen. But um, there's that a theory a liar, that. So. Yeah, there's a theory that, like, when the family, like, their eyes were bigger than their wallets, basically. Mm. So when they bought the house, they were like, oh, shit, we really can't afford this. So then they were like, it's haunted and then of course you get ed and lorraine warren thrown into the mix mm -hmm. i know well so eli's um i think middle brother um is a guard um like a like a jail guard for where um the amityville killer was locked up and isn't his name like defeo or something like that yeah i think he's dead something. now but um i think he's dead now yeah, he's dead now. Um, he's dead. But um, yeah, so according to Eli's older brother, um, like the guy was just faking it. He faked being crazy. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the guy was completely sane and he just killed his family because of reasons. More than like there was, likely there was another woman. Uh, but guy was just, you know, a murderer. Of course. As one does. But he died in prison, so. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? But, yeah. yeah, so the biggest, like, the the, the most logical theory um, I can think of is that they, they had buyer's remorse. Yeah. Or even, like, now, I mean, they got a Netflix show out of it, you know? They so. did. And they're, like, going to get royalties and shit off that, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> definitely... <laughs> came up with that that is brilliant you gotta it is really that is smart. really fucking yes. clever yeah, yeah it's a really fucking clever way to get it like let's just who sits down at the dinner table and is like man fuck this house They're, we're sinking so much money into repairs for this place let's leave oh but we have to get our money back otherwise we're just gonna be broke and some, somebody's just like fake a stalker i know <laughs> I mean, no i've got a plan guys are you guys the ready? way your this eyes how... just lit up like this is how like the four of us are going to get rich, ready? And we're going to get a Netflix deal. We're going to sit down, we're going to have a seance, and we're going to say that the ghosts of Ed and Lorraine Warren are with us, and that they're telling us that our house is haunted by them and other ghosts. Nailed it. <laughs> May I lead you to the 1972 Bar Parker Brothers Ouija board on the wall? <laughs> <laughs> we'll use that one, because of course, we have to use Montu's free-range grass-fed yes. Ouija board which so. we, we talk about way too much on this podcast so yeah. uh i don't know if i, I told you uh Eveline, but the 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 ouija board that's right here on my wall i actually found it on a hiking trip 
Oh. Yeah. Just came the, to just him. In the bush. <laughs> he was like, supposed to have it. Yeah, it's, it's, a it's destiny it's board. <laughs> it's for me. Uh, so obviously, the logical thing to do when you find a Ouija board in the forest is to take it home and perform uh, a seance and put it. Uh, just, yeah, and perform a seance. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, who's in this board? Who's here? <laughs> that is. Oh my god. Evelyn, so how like how did this end for them? Um. So so, well, okay, so in the middle, I think they uh, at one point considered, um, they at one point considered, uh, what did they say? Uh, tearing down the house completely. Um, that actually led to another creepy letter um, where, so they said, uh, after the couple kind of discussed, like maybe we'll just tear down the house and then he can't watch this particular house anymore. They got a letter that said like, um, maybe a car accident, maybe a fire, maybe something as simple as a mild illness that never seems to go away, but makes you feel sick day after day after day after day. Maybe the mysterious death of a pet. Loved one suddenly dies, planes and cars and bicycles crash, bones break. You wonder who the watcher is? Turn around, idiots. So that was back in um, 2019. No fucking thank you. Five um, years later. <laughs> Did they predict COVID? Um, okay. <laughs> oh god saying, right like, if this couple really did sit down and write this like they should be writers because that is right that's really some weird. shit yeah that some shit yeah but that's so beyond clever so were these letters continuing the entire five years because yeah 14 to 19 is a long time yeah yeah, yeah. It, i think it came almost daily too they must have hundreds of these letters um, that's dedication if they did do it. If they did it themselves, yeah, that's some serious dedication. But like, yeah. wouldn't they be able to, was it handwritten? Do we know what the letters were handwritten or were they typed? Yeah, they were handwritten. And the thing, and that's why they got like forensics in there and it didn't match the couple's handwriting. Okay, so it had to have been, if it was them, they had somebody they know who's like a distant yes, relative or friend who wouldn't have been even considered that's that's a lot though that's, that's like a lot that's a lot to drag one person into be like hey i want to write a letter yeah. every day for you five years because if you get caught that's like huge fraud oh yeah not to mention wasting police resources yeah. so i'm uh -huh. i'm fine to believe and not just know. police resources fbi and forensics uh, mm -hmm. you're oh, like yeah. in big shit at that point yeah if, i if don't think they'd let it go that far just to get rid of a house right right i mean if they did get caught it would be like the balloon boy situation do you remember that where yes i was actually just reading something about that the other day where they were like were you scared and he was like my daddy told me to hide in the attic for a tv show <laughs> oh <laughs> yes oh my god so i was working at a um i was working at a, a deli when that happened and it was on our big tv and the big gay guy tom that i worked with was freaking out about this child in the balloon i mean understandably most people were like oh my god and yeah. then they're like, just kidding, he's in the attic. And then he was like, just kidding, it was a hoax. Oh my god, wild. Mm-hmm. So, um, in the end, it looks like they got a movie deal. Like, So they um, never really solved the mystery, but um, Netflix won the rights to produce a, a movie or TV series, I'm not sure, out of this, with, between six other studios, so... Um, I guess oh. it worked out for them. Now yeah, they can I afford the so. house. They can afford that house. Yeah. 
<laughs> watch that watcher come out and be like, I wrote those letters. I deserve royalties. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got you that I story. See you that, need to and help. And then me. they would immediately be arrested, which would be hilarious. Right. Um, right. Be like, but do I get my money? Because, like, it's not that serious, serious of a crime. I'm probably going to do like five years and then can I have my money? <laughs> or, or, you know, just, you know, get them some ramen in the commissary. There you go. <laughs> They're eating it. They're all my Netflix deal ramen. <laughs> can you imagine they get the crap beaten out of them in jail? <laughs> right. They're all, go buy me some ramen. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is. Buy me some chapstick. So, so ha- they ended up returning the house, right? Um, no. Or did so, they end up having to sink it? Like, the mu- the cost? sold it very, very recently to somebody who was aware of the story and wanted to buy it because of all of this. Um, I guess they wanted to be the next one being watched. Um, so that they is very, that's very Has the eBay new owner said that the letters involved. continued? Um, look into that that's a really good question but yeah it's, it's it reminds me of ebay there's a bunch of haunted dolls on ebay like a bunch just an absurd amount of haunted dolls on ebay and some of them are like haunted by a succubi and like or a succubus and it, it i'm I can't and they're like people. 60 to 100 dollars and i'm like that is does that count that as horny posting on main i feel like it does <laughs> <laughs> Just to me, that is just like uh, the whole let me build this up so that I can sell it for more because somebody's going to want it because it's haunted. And mm-hmm. uh, I miss the good old days where somebody got murdered in a house and now I get to buy it for $5,000. <laughs> yeah, I was reading somewhere that like uh, like forensic investigators and like crime scene cleanup people, they tend to watch the markets because they know that that house is going to go for cheaper. That's smart, though. That's like when I look at houses and stuff, if we see a house that's like, oh, you know, it's like maybe um, $60,000 or less and it's a nice house. I'm like, who died there? (laughs) (laughs) Who died? I would like to purchase this. I would also like to like, can I get a discount if they died in the room that I want to sleep in? (laughs) It looks like such a normal house. Like it. Just I mean, a normal house in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, it does look normal. And and then the thing is, um, so they did they sold it for five hundred thousand less than the price they bought it for. Yeah, didn't and they it, buy it for like a million dollars or some shit? They bought it for a million, yeah. yeah. That is a huge loss. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but they said that whenever people reached out to the new owner to see if they've been reading it looks like it's just one guy, um, not a family, but Save, they've also been getting letters. Um, he refuses to talk to anybody. So, I guess what if the watcher bought the house? <laughs> I know, right? What if yeah, he just, like, he he just wanted to pay a million dollars? Then that be what a fucking plot twist. Oh, he didn't want to pay a million dollars. He's like, bet genius. I can get them to sink a bunch of money into repairs and then start being fucking creepy. And then, boom, house for half, half a million instead of a million. My dream home with none of the repairs that I wanted to do. Right now for half a million less. I it just that that would be the the that the heist of the century. Really like that is that would be good. And I, I mean, mean, if I, you really wanted that house, I guess yeah. <laughs> it, you'd, it would have to be the house, like the one that you've always wanted. Who can I hire in Savannah to start dropping off letters and, to my dream home? Why do you want to live it. somewhere so hot? <laughs> That's my home. Oh. 
I can't do it. I'm melting today. As it's like 90 something here. It's, it's yeah, it's a hundred and it's a hundred and three today. <laughs> yeah, it's in the hundreds here too, and I just want to die. Is there humidity in Jersey? <laughs> Maybe we it, welcome. Yeah, it's there. It's humid. It's probably not as bad though. How hot is it there right now? We're gonna talk about the weather like a couple of old fogies <laughs> for a second. Um, it's actually not too bad today. It's about 70s. Fuck that. I'm moving to New All Jersey. Right. Our commune is going to be in Jersey. <laughs> We're going to Jersey. Are you serious? Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm go buy the watch. Oh house. my God. <laughs> yes. It's not, it's not you humid here. It's just very arid and blah. So it's like 93 degrees here, but because the humidity, the temperature is actually 106. It's disgusting. I'm dying. No, thank you. No, no, thank you. Uh, I'll be interested to see though if this new owner like I uh, yeah uh I'm wondering if there'll be any like if uh Netflix is gonna reach out to them or not and maybe that's why they're refusing to say anything oh yeah like they're under a like an NDA they can't yeah, talk about if it there's an NDA involved big yeah. time like they wouldn't be able to say anything um like when you get book contracts, that's it. You're not allowed to say a damn word until you get the go ahead. And I'm just like, ah, uh, like I wasn't allowed to say anything about the anthology until the, it wasn't even until like Sandra posted about it. Uh, we weren't allowed to say anything until the person, the media site that bought the rights for the release uh, thing said something. And I was like, this is bananas. Uh, <laughs> Are you on submission right now for? Uh, or... Yeah, I'm on submission for my uh, my dark fantasy horror, yeah. and I'm working on um, a contemporary thriller right now, um, which I've been dragging ass on because reasons. Who knows? Um, well, depression. <laughs> Do what? How how is it going on submission? Uh, racism. Um, it's been it's been a, it's been a lot. Um, there's been a lot of this isn't native enough why so. aren't they like waving around dream catchers and <laughs> yeah so the new the new thing is to say that the magic system isn't lush enough uh which is apparently the new word for exotic and um Jesus. i'm like the magic system comes from europe but okay <laughs> I, I just there's a whole secondary magic system that deals with like Native American culture in it, but it's not enough. And I'm like, well, maybe buy book two and you'll get that too. Stop yeah. trying to whitewash everything when maybe you can enjoy other things. I, <laughs> yes, right. uh, I don't plan bitches. on like I don't plan on profiting off of my culture, and I think that pisses editors off. So <laughs> they're like, why aren't you selling your people out? Everyone does that. <laughs> It's one thing when you, like, cause my character is a biracial native character. And mm -hmm. so it's like, it's it, it's his experience as a non-res native and as a, like, you know, a biracial person. So it's not like I am not talking about my experience, but they're like, they just want, you know, uh, cowboys and Indians and I'm not gonna mm -hmm. give it to them. I'm not gonna yeah. give it to them. Yeah, um, I'd rather, you know, be writing creepy letters to my neighbor. Maybe I can get their house for <laughs> half off. <laughs> if a 50 percent discount out, if he moves out he doesn't mow his lawn three times a week <laughs> i'm just saying it sounds like a deal <laughs> do they know when these i guess movie or shows will be out on netflix have they said i think it's next year let me take a look there, there was a release date Ooh, um, spicy that's soon 
And I think it's gonna be, I don't, I, I thought it was gonna be like a documentary, but it looks like it's gonna be fiction. So people are saying- Oh, like, they're gonna be doing like a Haunting of Hill House thing. Yeah, that type of thing. I wonder who the writer is. Is it- um, Is it Ryan Murphy? Hold on, let me check. I mean, if it's if it's Flanagan, I'm gonna eat that shit it's up Ryan, like a dumb it's bitch. Ryan, oh, yeah. It's Ryan Murphy. Oh, Ryan Murphy, okay. Yeah. It is Ryan Murphy? Yeah. It is Ryan Murphy, yeah. Excuse me while I gobble that shit up like a that dumb could bitch. Go one way or the other quickly. <laughs> like, yeah, it could, it could go one way or the other, but like if it was I was Mike... talking about Ryan Murphy, but yeah. Oh, if, if it was uh, Mike Flanagan, though, like I would already be signed up for like just put it down my throat immediately. Put it immediately. Uh, he's got immediately. Show it. I mean, Mike Flanagan has a new show coming out called The Midnight Society or something like that, and I'm just like, okay, just. Uh, I won't be doing anything for that particular week. Goodbye. No one contact me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm still not over the ending of uh, Bly Manor. Like, I am not either. Shit, fuck me up. I still haven't watched Midnight Mass because I don't know how I like, like how I'm going to feel about it. It's very good. Yeah, I know really everybody good. keeps telling me it's so good and I'm just like and I love vampire shit you know I love vampire shit there was a moment of transphobia in it that I wasn't wild about but oh yeah you told me about good. that yeah <laughs> I was like literally you didn't have to add that last part and it would have been fine would have been yeah. fine Oops. cis writers doing cis things um <laughs> but uh and now I'm thinking about uh, the 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 next episode. Uh, do you want to write that with me? Okay, um, hold on. Before we talk about this next adventure, because uh, I'll talk about it probably, I'll have Stephanie talk about it on our um, Instagram. Instagram. Yes, I forgot what Instagram was called. You're uh, all the, the pictures, the pixies. The picture thing pixies. that's owned the by pixies. the book face on the internet <laughs> Eveline is there anything else you want to tell us about before we wrap up no I think we covered everything awesome thank you so much if you ever want to come back on and you got another story for us uh please just let me know and we'll we'll, we'll get you scheduled for sure I mean there's uh, so much stuff to the triangle like we covered some of the triangle but I'm not a New Jersey native so we're just going off of like what we find on the internet yeah so, we're, I mean, oh I know just yeah. I'm so here for it I, I, yeah you just um, I love spooky shit. So, but yeah, uh, thank you everyone so much for uh, coming and hanging out with uh, us and Eveline. Thank you so much for being on. Um, yeah, thank you for being on uh, the podcast. And um, hopefully, I'll be able to, you know, scam some of our other agent siblings into doing this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we definitely want you back. We do yeah, want you back. Well, be fan- yes, yeah. please tell us about New Jersey again sometime soon. Um, you know how to get a hold of me, obviously. Uh, th- uh, thank you guys all for listening and good night. Good night. That's all for this part of the journey. Our drivers will gas up the hearse, and the rest of you, well, good night. Sleep tight. And remember, those aren't bed bugs biting you when a limb slides off the side of the bed. <laughs>
find out more about Road Trip to the Grave, follow us on Instagram at Road Trip to the Grave Pod or support us on Patreon at Road Trip to the Grave. As always, thanks for listening. Road Trip to the Grave is spelt Road Trip to the number two, the grave. <laughs>